it, or it's online somewhere. It must have been recorded at some stage. It was a gevel. Anyway, I didn't even read the Rugged Shabbat on, on Shabbos because I relied that you guys know it. And I thought I'm not going to have to repeat it. Okay, see, he was there. Good evening. Good. Shalom. So these Yidens, I don't know, but John, John remembers? You may, as we go, you may, you may come, yeah, come to mind. Just as five minutes of Monday Shear, yeah? To lead into the, to the days. Okay, now, no, just put it up. No. I'm sorry. Were you sorry? Okay. I that was okay. Mm-hmm. No, I like mine. <laughs> mm. So, in Parsha Shmois, in Parsha Shmois, I just put it up. It'll be hot by Minichemistan. It's good for Okay, in Parsha Shmois in the Stone Edition on page 298. So the Chumash tells us, it, on 296, Pasuk Yud, it says, right? The child grows up. And then it says here, Vayigdal Moshe, and Pasuk Yudal on page 298. So Rashi explains that first he grows up, yeah, he's actually, you know, growing up. And here he has a special appointment. He's being appointed by Paro. Mm-hmm. That's the Vayigdal. So this is a Vayigdal in the physical sense. Right. This is Vayigdal in the, in, the, in the sense that he becomes, he has being appointed to a certain spe- specific job. He's looking after whatever. He becomes the yeah, CEO of some kind. Okay, weiter. Yeah. He sees a Mitri. He sees uh, uh, an Egyptian hitting a yid. She looks around, he sees no one's there. He hits the mitzri, smites the mitzri, and he hides him in the sand. He places him in the sand. Now, further on it says, he goes out the second day and he sees two fellow, two yidin, arguing, fighting. They raise their hands up. He says to him, what are you hitting him? Okay. Rashi says he doesn't actually hit him. Okay, then Deacon, he says, these two fellows, they say to Vayim, one of them say to him, who made you a boss over us? Will you want to kill us like you killed the Mitzri? Like the Egyptian, the former story? He was afraid. He says, oh, it's going to become publicized what I did because he saw these guys knew. Okay, he wants to kill Moshe. Moshe has to run away. It says, Vayivrach, Moshe, there's an expression in the Yiddish, they say, Amachta Vayivrach, to Sefetanem, to Vestamah, yeah? Amachta Vayivrach, Moshe, Loifta, Vek, Efut, Kenar, Tzisrul. Nishpint. Okay, Afen Vek. The Iker. Yeah, now Rashi has his way of approaching it based on the Medroshim, but the Meforshim say, based on the Gemara in Mesichta Sanhedrin, Dafnun, Dafnun, Chesom, Beis, the Gemara says, and the Rambam codifies it in Hilchas Choyvel Omazik, Perikei, in Hilchas Blochim, that a goy, Shehika es Yisroel, a goy who hits, smites a heat, says the Rambam, he is Chayiv Misa, right? Like it says, Shanem Bavayifen Bavayachas HaMitzri, V'yitam Lehe Bachoyel. Okay, so there are three opinions. Uh, there's, there, there's actually two opinions and then uh, different opinions in the Dasa Rambam. The Ran learns Chayiv Misa, the Gemara says. Chayiv Misa Mamish. 
So says the Chidush in Chidush Aaron in the Masechet Sanhedrin. He's mamish chayiv misa, and the proof is for Moshe. Moshe killed him. So a goyu hits a yid, right? If he causes, even if he injures him, even if he, but he doesn't kill him, so he's chayiv misa. Yeah, so that's what the Ram says. The Ram brings the Rambam. The Rambam says chayiv misa vein and Eric. He's chayiv misa. He's meant to die, but you can't execute him. That's the Rambam's take on it. And all the Mephorshim go to town, and they say, the Gemara says, Mephorish is derived from Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Rabbeinu kills him. Therefore, the Mephorshim want to say, the Kesef Mishnah says, based on the Gemara, the Gemara is only on Asmachta. It's not, in other words, if we're going to say that he's not executed, so what occurs with Moshe is really just, the Gemara brings the proof from here that we execute him. No, the rules that we don't execute him. So this has to be interpreted differently, so to speak. And many Mephorshim say many different things. Uh, one, uh, I'll just give you just an example, and that is as follows. The Lecha Mishnah says that when the Rambam says, Chayiv Misa, if any Nereg is not executed, and the Posik is merely something, an Asmach, meaning it's not Mamish, a, a Posik which conveys and teaches us the lesson that, yeah, he has to be, he has to be executed, like Moshe did it. So if the Rambam says, any Nereg is not executed, we must say that the Posik is merely an Asmach, it's not Mamish, a Drosha Gemura. And if that's the case, so, uh, what is the meaning of Chayiv Misa? says the Lecha Mishnah, Chayiv Misa Mid Chayiv Misa Mid he gets penalized, but he doesn't get killed. Uh, many Mephorshim in the Sefer Gufi Halochis and many Achroinim in the Sefer Shilas Atribus Mogishol, the Briskerov and the Stencil, and many, many others learn Chayiv Misa means Chayiv Misa Bideshamai. He's not, not the Bezin Shalmato, doesn't execute him, but it's Chayiv Misa, heavenly death. And it's derived from Moshe. Because how does Moshe kill him? Rashi says, He kills him with the Shema Mephorish. He mentions God's name, and like the Mephorshim say, how do they know? The Ramban discusses, how do they, these guys know that he killed him with the Shema Mephorish, etc., etc., whatever. Again, Tan doesn't allow to discuss all of that. We're just passing over this. Uh, good. So, uh, they say, ah, so now, if if he kills him with the Shema Mephorish, it wasn't Moshe's doing. Moshe just said it. Moshe just uh, uh, expressed it, right? Verbalizes the name, or he places the name of Hashem on him, however it's done, etc., etc., right? Some say, Mephorshim say, uh, you know what it means? He hid one of the, I think the Rokshitzer wants to say, he, he uh, uh, incorporated the Shema Mephorish Bachoil in Aglach Vertel. He said it in a roundabout way that it should be obvious that he did it, etc., etc. As al Khazar Tertus. But the Iker is many Gdoli Achorin, want to say, that really the meaning of Chayim Misa in the Rambam and also in general is only Chayim Misa Shamaim, and he kills him with the Shema Mephorish, which is really what Hashem is doing actually, but he's not ex- being executed. Because you, have, you can't behead somebody with a shame, with a God's name. So if it's B'Shem HaMufush, Hashem is doing. Which, by the way, if you recall, we once discussed this about the Megillah Soita, right? When the Soita, the woman was found to be promiscuous and she drinks the Maya Mama Orim. So there's a major discussion, which uh, the Rogashover was asked, what happens if the girl is younger than 20 years of age? Because the Megillah, she passes and she's found to be promiscuous. And we know that the Misebe the Shemaim, the Hashem punishes only after the age of 20, Right? And it could be the, this, that the, the Megillah Soita, 
brings about that she'll end up dying, right? Because, uh, 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 like the Apostle says in Parashas Nosoi, possibly it's a misibidei shamayim, emrizibidei shamayim, so she has to be over 20. So there's a shayla, the truth is of the Rogan Chavish, and the shayla is the truth of the We discuss this, the Klechem discusses it, etc. I'm just conveying this only just to bring to your attention that when it seems to be done in a hocus-pocus way, it's we possibly we identify with the with Yedei Shamayim. So that's what they want to say. The Rogan Chavish learns Chayiv Misa and the Ramam Kipshutu. Chayiv Misa means Chayiv Misa. And the Ein Eneri Migulza is not killed. And it's derived from Moshe Rabbeinu. It's not an Asmachta. And the Rogat Shavar learns it's not an Asmachta because the Rambam himself codifies in Hilchus Choyvel and brings the Pasuk, Shenemar. Now in the Gemara you can say, when the Gemara says Shenemar, the Gemara is only leaning and bringing the Pasuk to say that it alludes to it. But when the Rambam in his code, in the Halacha brings Shenemar, it means Kipshut, it's a Drashi Gemara. So therefore the Rambam, the Rogat Shavar says in Kutras Hashloma that definitely if the Rambam says Shenemar, it means it's a Drashi Gemara. What's going on here? So the Rogat Shavar learns as follows. He brings a Talmud Yerushalmi. Talmud Yerushalmi in Mesechtis and Hedron Perizan Olachadalot. That to, to implement a, a capital punishment, right? For one to be executed, the Dayan or the one who's doing it has to be a Ben Chof, Ben Esri. If he's Pachas Ben Esri, the only thing one can do is is deal with monetary cases. But he cannot deal with capital cases. And this is actually recorded in, in Tur Choshe Mishpat, Simen Zayin. And uh, Beis Yosef brings it, there are different texts according to the tour in the Talmud Yerushalmi. The Prisha speaks about it in length, the Vilna Goyen and Biragro, the Choshim Bishma Simazayim talks about it, it's already recorded in the, in the, in the, in the commentaries of the tour in Simen Zayin of Hashem Mishpat. But this is a Talmud Yerushalmi which the Rogachava refers us to. And the reason is, we mentioned already the reasons, because it's possible that the Dayan may be sterile, and only, in other words, if he has puberty, and he, in other words, puberty, he hears Rajnay Cyrus, and he passes the age of 20, so then you know he's not sterile. But if he hasn't yet reached that age, and he, etc., etc., it's questionable if he's sterile, and the din is an achzor, is someone who has no, cannot give birth, can, is sterile, cannot have children, has no mercy, he's not merciful, and he may be an achzor, and therefore he can't, he has no right to implement capital punishment. Only monetary cases. That's what it says in Talmud Yerushalmi. Okay. The Iker. So the Rokhachover going learns as follows. Rokhachover going learns that Moshe Rabbeinu here was not 20. It says Yelad. Well, no, it says then it says Vayidal Moshe. So take it easy. And we mentioned yesterday that there are 10 opinions, right? Nine opinions, I'm sorry, and today we'll add. Uh, no, there are nine opinions, and the Rokhachover says a 10th opinion, exactly how old Moshe Rabbeinu was, and it varies from the age of 12, right? So it seems from the Medrash, and quoted in the Ramban, uh, then it goes on to 18, like it says in, in Yalkut Shemoini, then Pachos uh, Bebenesh, less than 20, so the Ramban says, and so also the Rogachover learns, doesn't quote the Ramban, and then it goes on to uh, 21, and then it goes on to 40, and to 60, etc., etc. So anyway, if I mention 9, yes, and if not, not, but whatever I have, I still have the paper in my pocket, I'll mention to you all the day. Ages, yeah, okay, we go. See the 12, 18, 20, 21, 29, 32, 40, 50, or 60. These are nine opinions recorded and found in the Bedrashim, uh, recorded by Rabbi Mendel Kasher and Teresh Shlema on the Posuk. The Rabbi Shavar going in his, in his notes on the Guide to the Perplexed and Meru Nevuchim, he brings the Loshon Rambam, that's what we're going to discuss today. Better move. And it says there, he says from the Rambam, it comes out that he is over Bar Mitzvah. 
he is over bar mitzvah, but he hasn't yet reached the age of 20. Now, the Rogachava learns, and that's the way he learns, and this is a novel, Pshat of the Chumash, Tekat the Chumash, and he says, Dvorim Deflorim. He says as follows the Rogachava, and here we're going to go and... Now, today we're going to discuss the Raya the Rogachava brings that we must say he was less than 20. At least he, he more or less proves that he wasn't... Sh- he definitely... Uh, he doesn't prove actually that he was less than 20. He says we have to say he was less than 20. But on the murder of Nebuchadnezzar, he says that he was uh, approximately, when he runs away from, from its shrine, about the age of 22. So the Mela, we can allow ourselves to say that when he smites the Mitri, he's less than 20. And that's what I said, who are you to be a judge of? Baal, 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 Heber, the Rogat Shavu learns. So listen, no, so like I say, the different Medrashim, Abedai, Gendel, Hashem, is Vayar Ish, excuse me, Vayigdal, Vayigdal, Moshe, so what's Gadlus? Some want to say, because it says, Misom Chole Ish, Sarah Shevet, and then it says, the Medrash Rabbah says, Misom Chole Ish, you may be 20, but you're not 40, you're not a Sarah Shevet. You're taking a Medrash Rabbah, Shemais Rabbah, so the different opinions mentioned there, and the Meforshe HaMedrash. Or like, and like I said, like in the Rambam. But listen to how the Rogachava learns. The Rogachava learns, because he wasn't, didn't reach the age of 20, he wasn't allowed to execute him. Okay? Because he wasn't allowed to execute him, what's going on here? So listen to what he says. And with this, he explains the Rambam's Loshin Chayv Misa in Era. He has his men to die, but he doesn't have killed. And he brings to our attention the Gemara in the Sechta, uh, the Gemara says in the Sechta Gitten, the Gemara says, if one hears a Bezdin, shall he destroy or shall go in? You hear a court, and the court, someone gives testimony, of the, the Dayonim say that, the, the Dayonim say that this Yid, this individual fellow, who is a married fellow, he had, he either died or was killed or executed. So the din is, if he hears this from a Jewish court, so then it's reliable, and therefore you can go marry his wife. If it's from a non-Jewish court, they have no, they're not reliable. Could be just saying it for political reasons. So therefore you can't marry his wife until we actually prove it, that he was executed or died. Now the Lashna Gemari is, he died or he was executed. So Rashi says, died or executed? Yeah, died means, but executed, we understand. The Dalit... The four means and ways of killing somebody, right? The skill is for Herig Vechenik, that's in a Jewish Bezdin. But Shaq died, we didn't kill him, he wasn't executed. But he died on his own, because there's a concept of Machnis and Likipo. He's brought, he's locked up in a closed room, and he ends up dying from starvation. Now, how about in the non Jewish Bezdin? Where is there such a thing like that? We hear someone saying he was either died or executed. Execution is Pasha, he was never beheaded, he was shot to death. What does died mean? So here we go. So the Rogat Shavar says, it says in the Pesach, Now Rashi already says, means he sees that he won't have any descendants. But that's the Rashi learned because it was the, Rashi learns it, the whole story differently. But based on the Gemara, what does mean? It means Kipshuta, like Rashi says. He looked around, there was no one around, he wasn't afraid of anyone, there was no police looking. So therefore he was able to do it. The Rogat Shavar learns, Kiyanish is a description of Moshe Rabbein. Vayar, he saw what was going on, and he's able to do the ongoing things. It says in the passage, he ain't ish. Because he's not yet 20. And that's why he's doing what he's going to do. What is he going to do? Vayar has And he brings a riot, the Gemara says, from many places, that where it says, one hit somebody, it doesn't say he died. It's otherwise, he only hit him and he didn't die. And the Gemara proves, the Gemara says, that it says, Maki ish vameis. Excuse me. Uh, if he, he or hit if one maka of him, the even meisumos. If one injures his father or mother, so he's meant to get his chayiv misa, right? Meisumos says the Gemara. Maybe speaking, even if he didn't just 
injure his father if he actually killed his father? Says the Gemara, no. When the Torah says if you hit somebody, it's there it says in the other Pesukim it says no. Here it says only Maka. So whereas it says Maka, he smites him and it doesn't say he died, that means he didn't die. Says the Rogachover here too, it says Bayach, it means he's, he was smitten. He whacks him. He knocks him out basically. He gives him a frask. And what does he do? Guess what? The only thing he did was, it was an open pit. Or he got him into... He basically buried him alive. He didn't kill him. Didn't kill him. And that's what the Gemara says in the Sikhta with the Zohar. Rashi brings him in Gittin. You heard the share once, I think. It must have been a Shabbos. Rashi says in the Sikhta, Gittin, Davchav Chesam with Beis. Says Rashi, that is... Chalila... The Gemara says this. Rashi basically brings to our attention that the Moshel, the ruler in, 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 in Rome... Implemented for for Ktia Bar Shulam that he should die in what manner he was placed. He was buried alive, basically. That's the way the Roman emperors killed the people. They put him into a chamber full of dust of offer. Says Rashi. The Rabbi Nachman learns that it's basically in a furnace. But Rashi says no. When Navi Dezora the few damit base says Rashi mefurish they put him in a chamber of offer. And Rashi quotes so That's the meaning that you heard a non-Jewish peasant say that he died. He wasn't executed. Why? Because he was put in a chamber of offer and eventually died on his own. Says the Rogachover going. That can only be done by a Moshe, by a ruler. Like it says in Talmud Yerushalmi that if someone has, he's a ruler, or like the emperor, the garden, by the Romans, etc. So based, if you're a Moshe, you're able to do it. A private can't implement such a death, right? Because we're talking about here, there's no, and a Bezdin either executes him or puts him in the keeper. If you're putting him in Bachoil, so it's definitely he's a Moshel, but he's not the age of 20, he's able to execute him. So he says, therefore, by Moshe Rabbeinu, it says, that's the Bachoil, that's the chamber of dust, like the case of Ketia Bar Shulam, and also the Gemorim Vesechtigit, the Rashi Vesechtigitin. And that's why it says further, Allah Horgeni Ato Oimer. So Rashi says, Omer is saying that he killed him with the Shem Furish. That's the meaning he said it. He verbalized the name of God. So he says, no. You know what it means? Rambam says in, in Hilfus Malachim, says the Rambam, that when if someone is Chayv Misa is meant to die, but he's not executed, you have to inform him that the sin you're going to do is death. You're Chayv Misa. It's severe. That's what Haorgeni Atoimer, the Egyptian, the next guy says to him, the Yid, the next guy says to him, Haorgeni Atoimer, are you going to tell me that I am Chayv Misa? Like you told the original guy that you hired me, sir. But did he actually execute him? No. So Allah organic doesn't mean, will you kill me? Allah organic, I told him, will you tell me that you're Chayiv Misa? But Vain and Eric, so the Rambam, Rokhachov says that's the meaning of the Rambam. Chayiv Misa Vain and Eric. He is Chayiv Misa, right? That means he dies on his own. But Vain and Eric, he can execute him. And we derive it from Moshe Rabbeinu. He didn't actually kill him because he wasn't allowed. That's what the Oregon Shorva touches in this psukim, and we're going on. We discussed this years ago, and it could be it's recorded. I'm sorry that we can't treat it anymore. We did it Monday. We have to honor and respect the newcomers, the oldcomers, whatever. Okay, here we go. Uh, sorry. The Oregon Shorva going in his notes on, in, uh, on Murder Nebuchim. The Rambam, he says as follows. The Rambam in Murder Nebuchim says that... There is a Novi, right? A prophet. Then there are those who have Madrego Sanavim. 
In other words, they are certain the Navi doesn't become a Navi overnight. He slowly is upgraded, so to speak. He slowly is trained in and, 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 and until it actually kicks in. And he goes slowly, slowly up the pedestal until he becomes a Navi. And he says there are Madregos in the Vims, in the Vims. And the Rang and the, uh, the Rang says in Baron Nevuchim, for, uh, uh, the, the first level for one to attain the views, in other words, to prepare himself as a prelude to becoming a prophet and start prophesying, he says, and that is when a person knows and feels that there is some powerful energy in him which drives him, it's not something he's driven, self driven, something in him, a koyach elaki, which is driving him to do good. And he says, for instance, to save a, a, a good, holy community from a vicious group of people. And that's why he says we find that this is called the spirit, Ruach Hashem. That's why we find on many, throughout the, the, the Tanakh, we find on different judges and kings, it says, Ruach Hashem. That there was a Ruach Hashem, a spirit of Hashem. They weren't Nevin, but there was a certain Madregas Novi that the Shafit, the judge, or the one who was giving, rebuking the Am Yisrael, right? They rebuke them even before they actually become a Novi because they feel the need, the urge in them. There's a drive in them which is beyond their control. And they feel the need, so to speak, to, take, to look after things, that things should go the right way. Right? In other words, it's God-given and it's God-driven, so to speak. And he gives an example. Like Moshe Rabbeinu, when he went out and he saw his brethren. He says, that's Madregas Anivian. In other words, basically, because the man says, one can ask, how did Taka Moshe Rabbeinu know? With before Matan Torah, right? Of course we can say all different reconciliations. And it's interesting what the Chassam Sofer says. The Chassam Sofer says in Torah, in not Torah's Moshe, but the Chassam Sofer, Allah Torah, says the Chassam Sofer, you know, it says before in the Torah, that look what Moshe Rabbeinu is doing. He sees, he sees these, the, the goy hitting the heat. And he takes care of it, right? Then he goes further and he sees two eat and fight. Takes care of it. I'm not sure if he brings the further case, but whatever the Rogachover definitely does, the Rambam definitely does. And further on, when he's going to Yisroi, he sees the daughters of Yisroi and the Royim are fighting around with the daughters of Yisroi and by Yoshion he helps them. So the Rucham Sofer says, look, that shows the Emeskite and the Yashrus of Moshe Rabbeinu. He's the suitable person to be a Jewish leader. Because you see, that when he sees ill happenings, things which are wrong, right? Wrong doings, etc., etc., it irks him and takes care of it. Takes care of it. So the, he puts it in the context of Pshat, but the, 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 the Rambam says, no, that's a God-given thing. That's a Ruach Mimorim, it's a Ruach Hashem. And therefore the Rambam goes on to say, that's why he also goes and continues on. And he sees the two Egyptians, the two Yidin fighting, he rebukes them. And then it says, he's frightened from Parai Vayivra. So the Rambam says a Gavaldika thing. The Rambam says, he's frightened, right? And he's running away. So he should be lying low, right? Look, Moshe Rabbeinu comes to Midian. Shvaik nish, lost nish not. He sees what they're doing to Benais Yisroi, right? It's Vayushim Yodom. So he finally comes into the picture. Basically, the Rambam says this. Now, the Rambam says as follows. This is the Lashna Rambam. The Rambam says, when he reached the, the stage, Lahasig Geder Anoshim. When he reaches the point to comprehend, when he reaches the, the level and the point, that he reaches the description of Geder Anoshim, criteria of Anoshim. So the Rogachover says on that, 
What does the Rambam mean? You have to understand the Rambam wrote it in Arabic. And the, 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 the translators translate the Arabic that it means lahasig geder anoshim. So the Rogachev takes that term, the translation, the way the Dirty Israel translated the words of the Rambam of Arabic and geder anoshim is geder anoshim. Geder anoshim means that he's actually not a full grown man. And therefore the Rogachev learns he's bar mitzvid, he's begeder anoshim, but he's not fully fledged, he's not 20 years of age. That's the way the Rogachev touches this Rambam. Interestingly, in the translation of the Rambam Merenavuchim from the, 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 uh, the Yosef Kopach edition, he translates, he claims he knows the Hebrew better, the, the, the Arabic and the Hebrew better than all the other original Daily Israel translators. And he says that the, the way he has it is that when he reached the, the age of Bagrus, okay, which is more precise, Bagrus would mean the teenage years. years. So he's over by Mitzvah, but he's not yet 20. The Rogachover goes to town on that. And that's precisely what he uses. And he brings on that in Rishalmi, in the Sanhedrin. Now you have to understand the Rogachover on, on Parsha Shmois, he's telling you Pshat and Lomdes. When it comes to the Murr Nebuchim, you would think he would start speaking philosophy. No. So he takes this Murr Nebuchim, the Rambam by him, right, is all one. The Rambam of the Sefer Yad Chazok and the Rambam of the Murr Nebuchim. He says the reason why the Rambam says that is because that leads us to bring to our attention the Rogachover does just that. There he brings the Talmud Yerushalmi. Which the Yerushalmi says that in order to do din in the right? Here, let me just say, right? In order to do din in the you have to be a ben chaf. And the fact is that he is not a ben chaf as of yet. Basically, he doesn't refer to Parshish Bracious, to Parshish Mites, which we just discussed, but this is a link to what we just said. Basically, what the Rambam is saying, which follows very well with the Shittas Aramban, the Rambam says clearly in the Chumash, that he is what? He is less than 20 years of age at the Shittas Aramban. So the Rabbi Chavar says, that's the Pshat in the Rambam and the which coincides with what we just finished saying in the Chumash, that therefore he's not executed, he's merely doing it as, an, as a Moshel. And that's why the other Yitz says to him, you're not a Moshel, you have no right to even do what you just did. Okay, and now the Rogachavar going is going to prove his age. True, we said halachically we have to say it wasn't the age of 20, based on the Yerushalmi, and that's where we explained the Rambam, and that's the meaning of the Rambam, etc. But how is it take? How do we the calculation? What's the calculation? How does it add all that up? And he says as follows. He says, it's 100%, he says, that Moshe Rabbeinu, at the time he ran away from Egypt, he was less than 20, he was younger than 22. Less than 22 years old. Take a look at the Chumash. The Chumash says, when does he run away from Egypt? In other words, first he smites the Egyptian, then he has to do with the two Yidin, and then he's afraid, and then it says he makes a Vayivrach, right? And Posik Tezvav. That it happened directly, immediately, one after another, according to the Rogachover. It didn't happen mamish simultaneously, immediately, one after the other, but it came as a result, right? In other words, Vayivrach, he says, says he, that he, according to the Rogachover, when he smites the Egyptian, he must be less than 20. That's why the most he can do is what he, what, he, what he did. But nevertheless, the Vayivrach, he says, is what? Is less than 22 years of age. Which basically he's going to go now to prove that he's less than 22 years of age when he runs away from Mitzrayim, which that's good enough for the rugged shover to prove that, logically, we can say, that argue that therefore what occurred before was that he was less than 20. Masha'enken, if we're going to say, 
like the other days that he was 40, 60, all of that doesn't work. So if we can prove somehow that he was less than, he was less than 22 years of age when he runs away from Egypt, so then what I want to say that he's less than 20 when he smites the Egyptian holds water. And he goes on to say as follows. Listen here. What's 22? 22 is 22. As opposed to 20? As opposed to 29. And as opposed to no, whatever. No, I mean, 20 is a legal age. It makes it a, a just, location. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, you know, we want to know what 20 is. He came, was here the whole time. No, no. 20, I understand. Okay. No, no we're just saying in general. Oh, in general. Yeah, excuse me. I'm sorry. Okay. You'll soon see, actually, there's something about the 22. We're, we're, we're excluding the opinions who said he was 29. That's right. Four. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Okay. Right. Let me just say another thing. It, it says in the Chumash, and really it seems the Rokhachov is working on that. It says, Mis Samcholaish. So Rashi says, Rashi says. Now that, the premise for that is a So at that time, he says, you're not an ish, you're still a nar. What is nar? Now the rugged shover, well, that's the issue here. So the rugged shover seems to query what nar means. And he goes and he brings to us two different sources which are contradictory and additional sources. One mockery brings, what is the definition of Nar? The Gemara says in Mesech HaKiddush, it says the Rogat Shavar, Vayim Kiddush, and Lamit. It says in Mesech HaKiddush, it says based on the Posek Chanuch, Nar Alpi Darkoi, that you have to educate your child. So child, you're a lad. So what is a lad? You would think he's a kid. So listen to this, there's a Machlekes. Some say it's from the age of 16 to 22. And there's another Mandamur who says in the Brisa that it's from the age of 18 to 24. That's nah. So if you educate him from that stage, some say you have to marry him off at that stage, that's the first chapter of Rashi. Second stage of Rashi is that you educate him then. Even then, and the Rebbe once said to someone, a local, that uh, whatever, he's fully grown, whatever, that he still has to, to, to uh, an adult man with his father who was already a Zayda, an elder Zayda, the Rebbe says to the elder Zayda, to dust them noch I don't want to mention names because everybody knows them both. Ended. I'll call upon him. So... So the Rogachavar brings, look, now we, I just want, the Rogachavar himself just wanted to say he's less than 20. Now if, I believe, he doesn't say, he deals with the definition of now. He doesn't, he doesn't point out which we're now. What are we talking about? So I believe he would mean this Tanchuma quoted in the Rashi. That's what I think. I hope I'm right. So that's the issue. Because according to this Gemara, now varies from 16 to 24. So, Okay. But Nar can also mean he's 22, so he's over 20, right? Etc., etc. Then he brings to our attention a very interesting thing. The first mission of Mesech Tomit, it says that there was the Shoimrim, the watch in the base of Migdosh, and the base of Tinas and the base of Nitzus, Haroivim Shoimrim Shom. There were certain Koyanim which were uh, nicknamed Roivim, Reish Vov Beis Yudnam, right? Like Ravio, Ravio means kids, right? And they did have the watch there. So the Mefarish in the Sefer it says, what does Horoidim mean? They were younger, listen, they were younger than, than Bar Mitzvah. That's why they were, weren't able to do the Avoid to the service. Therefore, they did the watch, yeah? And Rash and the Mefarish brings proof that Horoidim is less than Bar Mitzvah because it says, by Yigdal Hanar, and the Targum says, So Nar can mean less than Bar Mitzvah. So you see the contrasting definitions of what Nar can mean. So it's not so simple to know really what is the definition of Baharla. Then he brings a Gemara where there it's clear from the Gemara that the Gemara dissects, it says in the Posak dissects the Nar from the cotton, it says the, it's, the Posak itself quotes Nar and cotton as one, it's in a description of one type of person. 
And the Gemara deals with it in length, in Memvavah, Matbeis, and Saita, on the bottom of the page. And the Icaris, from one pirish of the Gemara, from the, according to the climax of the Gemara, the conclusion of the Gemara, it seems that the Nar means a lad, and he's older than the Koton. So Koton means a minor, and Nar would be older than the over the Bar Mitzvah. So we had many definitions already in the Shas that Nar can contain. However, so you can start to go on and on. The Rogachever just quotes it in this context. I believe because he wants to raise that it's Mistama. The Rogachever sticks to his Torah. Nevertheless, he brings to our attention what the definition of Nar is. Then he also brings to our attention that in Tinoik, also we have varied definitions of Tinoik. He can be an older person and be referred to him as a Tinnik. He brings him, him uh, etc., etc. And then sometimes Tinnik means literally Tinnik, a kid, a baby, etc. Okay. We're moving. We're moving on. Here, listen to this. The Raghachabra goes on to say, we, he was at least, he says, he was at least, uh, he was Pachis from, from 22 years of age when he leaves Mitzrayim. What's going on? He says, look, read on. It says in, the, in page 300, Hashem reveals himself in the Sneh to Moshe Rabbeinu. And I'm afraid the time will not allow to finish the shir today. Unless we're going to stretch it out a bit. I'm sorry. So it says there as follows. Let's read. In the post, page 300 it says, Moshe, uh, he sees Malach, the Malach Hashem reveals himself in the, in the bush, the burning bush. Okay, Moshe comes close to it and he wants to see what's going on there. Hashem Hashem sees that he's coming towards the bush. He says to him, Moshe, Moshe. He calls out to him, says he name, he says, don't, don't come close here. Remove your shoes from your feet. Because it's holy. Then he says, And then he says, Okay. So the Rogan Shavar going says as follows. Before, just to appreciate what he says, let me just bring to you, it says in the post of Ayoimer, Hashem says, Elokei Avram, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov, right? What does that mean? Elokei Avicha, what's the definition of Elokei Avicha? So, the Rabbeinu B'chai brings three Pirushim. One, Alderach Hapshat, one Alderach HaMedrish, one Alderach HaKabobah. Alderach Hapshat is found in the Ibn Ezra and the Ramban. And that is, he says, like we say, in Shemun Ezra, we say in Shemun Ezra, what do we say? So, means the general Avram Yankif, and then we, we detail it Avram Yankif. So, here too, we find sometimes that we refer to Ovi, Oviva, who says the Ramban. So, here too, he says, but it doesn't mean his personal father, he means like Avram Yankif. And that's the Ovicha, Ovicha, Avram, That's Al Shat. Al-Derech HaKabolah, says the Rabbeinu B'chai, I'm jumping the Derech HaMedrash, because that's what we're going to talk, to, talk about. Al-Derech HaKabolah, it goes on Odomorish. He says to him, Anoichi Elokei Avicha, and he goes on to explain how it is Al-Derech HaKabolah, according to the esoteric, etc., etc. The Rabbeinu B'chai says, it refers to Odomorish, and for whatever reason he speaks to him, and he says, he introduces him that I am the Lord of Odomorish, and then also the Lord of Avram Yitzhak Okay, look at the Rabbeinu B'chayah to see what he discusses. Al-Derech HaMedrash says the Rabbeinu B'chayah. And this is found in the Medrash Tanchuma and also in the Medrash Rabbah. Elokei Avich is referring to Amr. Kipshutoi, literally. But Al-Derech HaMedrash, it's his father. But that's all. And just interestingly, I can't miss out on this Meshach Chachma, beautiful Meshach Chachma, nice Meshach Chachma. 
Simple measure, Chachma, but an interesting one. The Rambam says in Hilchus Malachim, and basically the 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 the, the, the measure Chachma, Rabbi Simcha wants to explain how do we group together, and what is really alluded here, and what is meant by that we're grouping together Amram, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yankif. What kind of combination is that? Okay, so he brings to our attention a Rambam. The Rambam says, a known Rambam, which we mentioned tens of times, the Rambam says in Hilchus Malachim, Perik Tes, where the Rambam enumerates the, the stages, how the mitzvahs, we kept on additions to the mitzvahs until Matan Torah. First, he says, six mitzvahs were given to Odom Arishim. The seventh mitzvah, what Savior Manachai was given to Noach. Then, additional mitzvahs were added. Avram was commanded a mitzvah smila, and he added to the shacharis. Uh, Yitzchak, Separated tithes, and he added a Arab, which is Mincha, and then Yaakov added Gidanosha, added Gidanosha, and that and the Amram was commanded an additional mitzvah in Mitzrayim. And everybody goes to town. What is the mocker to the Rambam? The of Mishnah asks, Where does the Rambam take this from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody asks, what is the market for this Rambam? The Rotvah says, we don't know which mitzvah, but the Rogachover already says, and it's found in Shabbos, which is Mekayim Shmuel, and many Meforshim. The Gemara says that when he takes, remarries Yocheved, he sets up a chuppah. He First it says that he divorces her, and then he remarries her. So basically the Meforshim say the mitzvahs, which were commanded, that happened in Egypt. So the mitzvahs, because we know that there's the whole concept of gerish and divorce, Right, and marriage didn't apply before Matan Torah. If that's found in the Shas in relation to Amram, that he's divorcing, it says, Mefurish Omed Vigerisha, says the Sham Shivas became Shmuel. So therefore, etc., etc. And also it says that he marries her, so there's Nisui in this concept of marriage, concept of uh, betrothing, etc. So that, these are the additional mitzvahs which he's Nitzavin. So the Mefurishim say precisely that. But the Rogat Shavar basically says, look, there is a common denominator in this Rambam between Amram and all the others. And that is, and by all the others, there are additional mitzvahs, and the Raman concludes until Moshe Rabbeinu came and Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave them gave the Klaus all the Torah. So look, so the Rabbeinu Simcha says that's why it says Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. What is Elokei Avraham? He doesn't elaborate, but I believe it means when Hashem, I am the Lord, I am the God of Avraham, God, God from Avraham for Yitzchak or for Yankiv. Yeah, yeah. Matzah Shabbos, the mamas say God from Avraham for Yitzchak for Yankiv. Okay, my mother still says it today. I hear her say it. Yeah, okay, do it. Is God for Avram? You know, you have to is, is God for Avram? What is it God for Avram? What is God for Avram? Because Baruch was Metzava Avram. Medem is Greek Tzachos, and he's his God. He tells me he's his Lord, right? And he's a Metzava and a Metzuva. So he says, therefore, we can say, okay, Avram, like he's a Kiliankef. And because they were commanded in mitzvahs, or they added additional mitzvahs, we say, okay, Avram, like he's a Kiliankef. Avram is unique and novel in that sense, too. That even before the Torah was given, he's nitztava b'mitzvah That's what we can say, elokei amram, elokei avicha, and we put them all together and group them together. Says the Meshach Chochba, because they have this common denominator before Matan Torah, like the Rambam groups them together. Uh, interestingly, the Ramban himself says, "Why does it say elokei avicha? Because Hashem is miyachet shmoy only on those who pass away, and because Amram wasn't alive anymore. Therefore, it says elokei avicha." The, the Chsam Soifer says, it says, okay, because there's something unique about Amram, and that is the Gemara says, there's no meaning yet, but even though it's already thing, I'm not going to finish the shir. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. And v'chulus it, Right? So when we're ready to daven, we're going to daven. Okay. So I don't want to hold anyone up. So whenever they're ready, just tell me. Okay. Because what is it?
Excuse me. Yeah, okay, so uh, the, the Chassam Sofer says, because the Gemara says in the Sechta Shabbos he brings, but the Gemara also says in the Sechta Bogobash, the Zayn, the Rabbi Shavar brings it, that Arbo Mesu Be'etyo Shel There were four great sages, great tzaddikim, who died only because of the, of the counsel of the serpent. Right, because of the Chetet Sadas. And Rashi says there as follows in the Sechta Bogobash, the Zayn. Royu Really, they were suitable to live on. The only reason they died is because Hashem decreed on all the descendants of other Mauritians they should die. But really, they weren't sinners. Therefore, it's Shaykh that on Amram says, therefore, he was, he was a special tzaddik. And the Gemara says he was a god ladur. He was the greatest, the great one in his generation. Therefore, just like we say, Elekei Avrom, Elekei Yisrael, we can say Elekei Amram. Now the Rabbi Trevor says, Adover Nifla. It says in Medrash that Melech and if you take a look at the Psukim, the Ritakanis Pshat, look. First, he sees, he sees what's going on in the snare, the burning bush, right? He wants to come close, right? And he hears a voice, but that's it. And then, he doesn't run away. Hashem says to him, don't come close, right? Remove your shoes. Then Hashem says, I am so-and-so. And then Moshe hides his face because he's afraid to look. Why doesn't he hide his face in the beginning? So the Medrash says in Tanchuman, and in Shmois and this is the key to what the Rabbi Shavu wants to say. He thought, HaKadosh Baruch Hu reveals himself with what tone? With the tone of his father's voice. With his father's voice. Listen. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu, when he hears that voice, he says, Oh, Father, Tate, Dulepsnach. That's what it says in Medrash Tanchum. Listen carefully now. That means when he left Egypt, right, his father didn't die yet. Because if his father left, when he left Egypt, his father had died, he wouldn't now say when he hears his father's voice, oh, Tata, do let's know. Right? Because he knew already he died long ago. But Mela, when he leaves Egypt, he leaves Egypt and his father's still alive. At this point, even though who knows how many years pass, and like the, it says in Maril Diskin, that he's really 80 years of age, because it says further on that in the trying he's 80. Yeah. So the Maril Diskin learns that by this night he was also 80 already. Okay, Labdafka maybe, but so the Maril Diskin was alone. He says, that he's 80, and why? With the Shalna Olecha, you gotta see a Maril Diskin here. It's unbelievable time, doesn't allow to talk about it. But the Iker, sorry, a lot of beautiful things. The outcome. So he thinks he's still alive. Now the Rabbi Chava Bechalal has something so nifledic. Now basically he wants to say, if he thinks he's still alive here, he was mistaken. And that's why Hashem says to him, that's why in the beginning, that's in the beginning he doesn't run away. Because it's not Hashem, it's his father. Right. Only if Hashem says to him, no, I'm not your father, I'm a okay of you. Right? I'm the father of Adam, but your father passed away. Right. So there he says, oh, it's Hashem, that's why he has to run away. That's what it says in the Medrash, the Mephorshim, etc. Now, the Rabbi Chabr, this is the gist of it. The Rabbi Chabr basically wants to say that if Yoichebet, I'm saying it in a nutshell, if Yoichebet was 130 when they gave birth to Moshe, like the Gemara says, right. in Rashi brings it, and the Gemara says in Mesetta Bashar, right, right. right, she was 130 when he remarried her the second yes. time to give birth to Moshe. Yes. Why? Because Moshe was 80 when they left Egypt, and yeah. she was 130. So 130 and 80 is 210, because right. they spent 110 years there. So therefore, he makes the calculation. It says, Mephurish, Mesetta Bashar, that Amram saw Yaakov. If Amram saw Yaakov, and Am- Yaakov lived in Mitzrayim, now ya- Amram wasn't born before they entered Egypt. It was Yecheved who was born at the moment when they entered Egypt, and she was there for 130. Now, Amram wasn't born yet. Amram was, was born within the 17 years of Yaakov's stay in Egypt. Yes. 
So therefore, he was born so the Rabbi Shavar learns, listen to what he says. This is what he says, even though I don't know why he has his poops. He says he was at least 115 when he gave birth. Yechavah was 130 when he gave birth to Moshe. He was 115 when he gave birth to Moshe. You get it? So Bamela therefore, Vibald Amram lived only to 137, like it says in Parshas Vo'era, and he gave birth to what? When he was 115, based on the Gemara that he saw him. So Lefize, he was not, he was, that's the 22. The fact is, to say there are various, there are two other before uh, uh, him. Some say he was 30, the Shoshana Sakabolo, but uh, the Seder Adiris says, I don't appreciate it because it says Mufurish in the Rashbam, and I don't know how the Rogi Trevor learned that Rashbam. Rashbam says at least an hour in Yaakov's life, Moish Amram was born. But the, for some reason, Rabbi Shavu learned that he was born two years before he died. I don't know why, they're davening that. Okay, but he himself says he was 24. With this we end, and therefore basically the Rabbi Shavu wants to say if he was 24, 22, when he, run, once he runs away from Egypt, that's where he's fine. he thinks his father's still alive. Therefore, he's, we can easily say that he was not yet 20 when he smites the Egyptian. And this is, uh, substantiates what we just finished saying. He also says, how is it? Listen to what he says. I'm gonna, I'm, you have to keep you, even though it started. Say more. Okay, I didn't. But I'm going to die. I don't care. He says, He says, How is it possible? His father had died years later, and he is the voice of his father, which I call the Shboruch, who could have made Hocus Pocus, right? No, whichever learns it wasn't Hocus Pocus. He hears his father's voice, and it's Mamish's father's voice. And he thinks his father's alive. Says, I call the Shboruch, no, your father died. I just used your father's voice. You shouldn't get overwhelmed. Because because there was a prophecy, you shouldn't get overwhelmed. You should take slowly, feed, feed you into the, to the, to the prophecy. Amen. So the Rukhachavah learns says as follows, how is it that he begins to change it? he's alive. And really he died. And he thinks his father is mamish alive. How can that be? So he springs his Gemara and he says, because the Gemara says that, that, that Amram died, so he was pure from sin. If he was pure from sin, so therefore, what dies away? Physicality. But spirituality, the neshama, is eternal. So he says his coil was ruchni. He was marish ruchni throughout. It was eternal. So that voice which he hears after he died sounded as if he was mamish alive. Because it never died. Because he was made back to Shalmachosh. He flew mamish. Rogachava says it in his agois and the thing. Anyway, with this we end. And there's a bit more to say, but time doesn't allow. I'm going to dive. Minchazatsk, Alegizint, Yachagach, Varankimen. Zazan, Gizint, Yahai. Borach Hashem Kadish, Amen, if you can. There's a mile of an 830 end. I'm going to finish. Okay. Okay, remember the Kundrus and enjoy it. All these people could have come to this year. Okay. Interesting, right. no? Yes. Yes. Gewaldig. Gewaldig. Gewaldig.